0: Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this podcast, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. Today I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from patreon.com. You can join in and receive mail from my Disneyland trips or from my podcast studio. I'm currently working on some new patron benefits and a special end-of-the-year gift, Thanks to E-Ticket Patrons Tania, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, and Russ Romano. C-Ticket Patrons Siri Sinquaries Only, Debbie Weinstein, Brian Crawford, Jennifer Schneep, Ruby McDowell, Grace Coat, and Scott Cagle. B-Ticket Patrons The Riley Family. And special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast. And to the a ticket Patrons, Elise Sharp, Zalat Infinity, Claire Voitlander, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angelica Nablock, The All Aboard Podcast, Monica Seats Vega, and Ana Fijes de I am your host, your post-host Clocky, and today we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has City Hall on Main Street, USA. Passing in front of the building is a horse-drawn streetcar. You can see some guests entering the park, and if you look closely, an old information booth. On the back it reads, At Disneyland, the leisurely pace of yesterday is set by the horse-drawn trolley as it circles Disneyland's town square. It's postmarked January 16, 1956, and I assume they visited the park on Sunday, January 15, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. The weather was a high of 59 and a low of 51. Park attendance that day was 9,798. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. Chris Donatuck of Durango, Iowa. It reads 91556 Dear folks just a line from Puente tonight we're having a nice time and are leaving for Frisco tomorrow weather is nice here and was swell all the way out everyone is fine michelle traveled well but is a little tired with so much playing we only had a flat tire on the way out got here thursday night be seeing you lois dan michelle Lois dan and michelle were at the park just after the paid toilets were removed That's right, Disneyland had paid toilets. I looked up some history about coin-operated bathrooms and learned that paid toilets began popping up in the United States after 1910. Most paid toilets became obsolete after a group called Committee to End Pay Toilets in America started a campaign saying that paying to use toilets is unethical and an infringement on basic human rights. In 1969, March Fong Yu the first Asian-American woman in the United States to be elected to a statewide executive post, proposed a bill banning pay toilets. She argued that pay toilets discriminated against women, since stalls required fees, but urinals were free. The experiment of having free and pay toilets at Disneyland ended in 1955. After many guest complaints, Disney removed the pay stalls in the park. Most pay toilets required 10 cents to enter, so I guess Disneyland toilets were considered an A-ticket attraction. It's exciting to see Enfield Post back from vacation. The floral postage stamps she posted this week would complement any of my Flower marked postcards. I just typed flower on her Etsy page and 72 results came up, so now I need to figure out which ones to buy. You can head over to Etsy and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Etsy and Instagram for your wedding, and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has a Stegosaurus fighting off a Tyrannosaurus Rex. On the back it reads, Primeval World. Surrounded by exploding volcanoes and rivers of molten lava, Stegosaurus and Tyrannosaurus Rex engage in mortal combat. A terrifying finish to the Santa Fe and Disneyland Railroad trip into Primeval World. It's postmarked July 15, 1970, and sent with a six-cent flag postage stamp. I assume they visit the park on Tuesday, July 14, when park hours were from 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. The weather was a high of 79 and a low of 61. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. T.A. Golick of Portland, Oregon. It reads, Tom and Eenie, I thought I was going to the men's room and ended up here. They look so hot I hosed them down. This place is really a blast. Wish you were here. See you soon. Russ and Sandy, Vic and Randy. You would have to be pretty lost to end up in the primeval world looking for a bathroom. Looking into more Disneyland restrooms, I found some conflicting reports on the number of bathrooms per land. Looking at my replica 1955 Disneyland map, each land had one set of restrooms, one halfway down Main Street, one near where the Pinocchio bathrooms are today, one in Tomorrowland near the old Art Corner, what is now the Little Green Men's Store one by the entrance of Frontierland, and one between the Jungle Cruise and the entrance of Adventureland. Then when I look closely at both my 1956 guidebook and a Sam McKim fun map of the park, Frontierland and Adventureland bathrooms seem to share the same set of restrooms near the current location of the Adventureland restrooms. These restrooms are the ones that are near the Adventureland entrance and between the Adventureland Bazaar Shop and the walkway between Adventureland and Frontierland. In any case, the first few years of Disneyland, the park only had... Four or five bathrooms. By 1970, when Russ, Sandy, Vic, and Randy were looking for a bathroom, there were 15 to choose from in the park. The closest to Primeval World would have been the Tomorrowland bathrooms near the Disneyland Railroad Station. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is a craft hour on Instagram starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. It was nice to see paper artist Russ Romano working on some projects this week. Each host brings something a little bit different to each show. I'll list some regular hosts, or you can follow Art Throwdown 2020 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has a U.S. Mail letterbox made by Cutler Mail Shoot Company. Its original bronze is mostly dark grayish-brown with highlights of green oxidation. It's postmarked July 2nd, 2021, and was sent with other great Disneyland postcards. This particular postcard was given a six-cent Walt Disney postage stamp. It reads, Hi Clocky! Hope there's at least one postcard in here you can use. This is a photo I took of a mailbox at City Hall in either Disneyland or Disney World. I can't remember. Cheers, Heidi! First, thank you for all the wonderful postcards. Each one is great, especially the one that's been sent from the park. I stared at the mailbox on the front of this postcard for hours, then try to remember if it's in Walt Disney World or on Main Street USA in Disneyland. I'm pretty sure it's a Florida detail, but just in case, I'll pack it in my bag for my next Disneyland trip to see if I can match it there. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over a hundred episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard address to Sent From Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.